Well, hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network, episode 54. I like seeing Curtis's big sigh of relief there. <laughs> we're testing out some new streaming stuff, so uh, we were a little unsure how that would all go, but uh, hopefully it's going right. Let us know in the chat. On that note, we're live, so let us know what you're doing, what you've been up to in the chat. But this Deep Space Network is our weekly music production, technology, and marketing podcast. And today we're talking. Well, something special to my heart, near and dear, a massive SP404 Mark II update, the 3.0 update. Then we'll talk the Cherry Audio Mercury 4 synth. Curtis has a little demo of that. And then we'll be going over some of the upcoming changes that Spotify laid out in their recent Stream On event. That just makes me think of Wayne's World with the Game On. I don't know if you've seen those. <laughs> yeah, Curtis, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, My name is Sunwarper. And with me today, as I've already said, though, is Curtis. How are you? Ah uh, yeah, mate, I'm I'm good. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I want to I want to test something out. Hold on. Hey, there we go. Carry oh, on. Me. I yeah, can see carry me. on. I can see <laughs> all of me. I can't see you, and that makes me a little bit nervous. But I'm. Oh, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Ah, uh, there we go. We're back. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, we are uh, live. We're trying out something new, powered by Streamyard. It's a new little piece of software that some have stumbled across, um, and we can do lots of finicky things like change stuff and. We can have our own names and apparently it will stop us or it will save us from having to do some uh, Mac Daddy edits. But I mean, we'll have to see how that goes. We down. shall uh, see. We shall see. <laughs> uh, let us know if you like it, if it's anything different. I know that we've got a little duck in the corner right by my head. I kind of like it personally. Um, yeah, it's we'll it's a, it's a stand in for Eon Lake. Yeah, uh, we're not joined by Eon Lake. Stream Yard e Lake. Stream Yard Lake, yeah. yeah. Uh, e the original Eon Lake is... Uh, uh otherwise indisposed this evening um we send him our love and hopefully uh he'll be back with us next week yeah for sure but very much so but what How, have you been up to well uh, in in the uh, <laughs> in the present moment i was enjoying uh trans pacific for the first time in a while i haven't listened to our, our first collab three years old now yeah uh, you were the, i put it on that countdown you made earlier today because i was like we need some music and i feel like that song represents kind of our best both of us like our best foot forward and uh yeah. <laughs> and then you're like oh yeah it celebrated its three-year anniversary it was like oh crap that's good yeah. synchronicity yeah it's been a minute i was like oh, i forgot i hard panned the guitar just left at the start i was like well it might have been an old master to be fair i searched trans-pacific and there was one master and i was like that can't be right. I usually go through about 10 or 12, but we went with it. So we <laughs> that's what it, it is. Uh, Over in the chat real quick, uh, J-Bell says that he's, he thought StreamYard Lake was the new Curtis logo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that would be one way of going. Uh, it would be an upgrade. Uh, we'll have to see. Oh, yeah. and he's moved it. I see. I'm just as excited, and I'm just as surprised as probably the people listening when they see it change. <laughs> I, I just uh, get a little too eager and want to want to shift things up once in a while. <laughs> that's fair. It's like you've got to you've got to keep that going. What's the phrase? It's like we're all got ADHD and we're retention all like rates, right? Retention as YouTube rates. likes to hand out quite often. Yeah, there there is a correlation. I think that the YouTube videos, so the ones that are Obviously, the best YouTube videos are the ones that change their frame every couple of seconds. So should um, we just be like, that's like that? that I mean, you know, <laughs> if, I mean, if we're not doing that, what is the point of us even yeah. doing this show? Uh, why would we do our show based on music production when we could just be flicking yeah. screens around? You know, it's it's um, like a keyframe in a live stream. I love it. 
Exactly. Anyways, um, what have you been up to? Let's let's get past the, the new <laughs> setup. <laughs> uh, mate, it's been uh, it's been a good it's been a good week. Uh, Marooned came out on Friday, yeah. um, which was a lot of fun, um, and so just been reveling in that, I suppose, as much as I will allow myself. Um, as you should. The, it's a great album, man. Thank you very much indeed. Um, yeah, it was nice to have it drop, um, and I've been so I've been doing all that back office stuff, you know, emailing people, and I've been. A lot of chatting to people like it's, it's been wonderful to see kind of the the reaction it's had like it's lovely it's always nice you know um it's nice to know that it's people have been vibing with it and chatting with it and stuff like that and uh so yeah talking to people about what they like the tunes that they like the ones that kind of work you know um yeah. it's really surprising um so yeah that's been that's been the majority of since we last met um i've been working on a few live versions which um, it's probably taking longer than it should, but I'm I'm like I'm I'm stealing your I'm, I'm stealing your ideas and getting a little bit perfectionist. And it's no timeline, man. Yeah, no timeline. Well, this is this is what we do. This is what we've done. I didn't really shout about it before, mm-hmm. and we're now doing everything post release, which is just such a weight off my shoulders because, as you know, well, as you as you can see, it's like you know you take play the long game or so to speak and just let things come out as they are and let the music speak for itself yeah i mean there's different schools of thought with it but yeah we've been testing out i was doing it for imagine landscapes which to be fair is like every month there's a little bit of promo but Mm -hmm. then we really want to test it with like just dropping an album like with uh marooned and seeing where the chips fall or however you want to call it but yeah it's it's interesting to see and it's gotten a lot of uh good reception which is great to see so yeah it's really cool it is uh what about you my friend what you been doing what have I been doing? Uh, I put up a SP404 only live set right before the update came out. And many of those features would have been perfect for the the live set, but I wouldn't have had time to get it done. So I did that. It was to promote Music for Imagine Landscapes releasing. And then the first song on the live set actually comes out not this Friday, but next Friday. So it was kind of like a midway promo point and uh it's crazy it's been doing really well on youtube which is awesome and then i'm going to be putting out an explainer because in the comments i was getting a lot of questions about um like how i did the different because i did about five different formats of performing on it and so i'm going to be breaking down like a few different ways that i did it and how i did it and um just kind of like going over all of that and then Today we'll be talking about the Mark or the 3.0 update, and there's some massive changes with that that uh, work best, I think, with if you're writing on the SP. But it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, but I'm stoked to get the next song out. It's been a while in the making, and I've been making some like art and stuff like that. So that's fun. I've been showing you all the art, getting your critiques, your eye on it. Yeah, I love it, man. It's I'm really excited where this is going to go. I'm really excited to see because you brought this to me back here. I think back to September, October time. So it's very nice to start seeing this roll out. And it's a lovely kind of, uh, it's a lovely, it's, it's a journey. I mean, that's what, that's why the other things always are. You always release on a, a monthly, well, since I've known you, the monthly releases have been thick and full and it's an interesting journey to watch you, how you kind of develop as you go, so to speak. Well, thanks. Yeah, I, I like the slow burn, like you were saying, and I feel like doing it in a way where it's like on Bandcamp, it's just one album, but on Spotify, you can kind of, hit the algorithm more as they say i like being Mm. able to find that i mean it's a bit weird in terms of like when it releases how you describe it and you can't really fully promote it to like blogs and stuff usually till much later so it's like this weird 
in between, but it's just a, a fun way to do it. And I like that seeing how it grows over time and like with people in the comments and emails, like talking about things and stuff like that. So we're kind of testing out two different ways of doing it and seeing like, I mean, it, it's all subjective what works best for the artist doing it, but just finding what we prefer. And then when it comes to our label mates, like how the best way to get them out there as well. Very much so. And I feel like, uh, you know, the more that we do this, the more that we learn. I feel like, okay, so especially over the last year since we've been doing these ADSNs, the how much we are kind of experimenting, because we've always, exper always experiment in this camp, but then we learn and then kind of like develop and that. And then I just, I like it. It's very dynamic. Um, and it's a great way to kind of go and, what's the phrase, uh, fact find and then report back to the community. It's always good fun. Yeah, speaking of, I'd love to hear from the chat. What way of releasing have you guys found you prefer? like uh singles albums more frequent releases less frequent re releases it's very interesting to see what you prefer and then what works best for every single artist it's it's crazy how different it can be between artists you know yeah completely um you got to find your rhythm you got to find out what works for you and yeah we're curious to know what that is uh, a lot of a lot of our patrons are in the chat hydro fighter shady um it's lovely to have you here even with the time change as well chaos yeah sorry really. about that i yeah. mean there's nothing we can do about it but uh yeah it it we figured since we usually go with utc and we have a lot of people in europe us americans would suffer for it but uh that's but okay it comes, it comes back the other way i think we change before you do uh in winter so yeah that's right i was thinking that earlier i was like i think the last time it was you guys that went mm -hmm. early and like we had to adjust but yeah it's it's okay I I think this is what this will be our this was our sixth time zone change and I think this year this time on this sixth occasion I think we dealt with it best we we got there a few days ahead of time yeah I, I uh, messaged you and and was talking about something else as we always whatsapp and I was like oh yeah the time change and then as I was talking it dawned on me I was like oh we usually have different periods of time change I better make sure we know that it's not the same <laughs> very much so yeah uh we're getting there it's almost like we're learning and growing as we do more of this as we go yeah little um, by little <laughs> little by little exactly um so yeah it's love to have everyone in the chat um ever it's always great when people tune in and see what you're up to we love hearing what you've been up to what you're dealing with um we've got some great gear talk this week um as some has already mentioned let us know what you think of it um should we get into it yeah, I should ask, has any gear caught, chat, has any gear caught your eye this week? Uh, maybe what's not in the title or what we're not what we're talking about. Or if it is something we're talking about, let us know. It's interesting to see. Mm, very much so. Um, always always fun to see. My my current conundrum out right now is whether or not to get another launch control or get the APC Mini Mark II. I'm still, I'm in an iron over that. I still can't decide what's the um, what's the debate over like what is the pro and con of the two well the launch control you've got the ability to change send and return mm -hmm. uh, and put them in um and then but on the akai you've got the ability to trigger so it's a bit mm -hmm. like the novation so it's great for triggering but yeah so i can't decide basically it's like the apc mini mark 2 is like a combination of the launch control and the launch pad Whereas mm -hmm. the launch control is less of a blend, but it can do more on its own. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess it depends on what your need at the time is, right? Yeah. But that's the thing, isn't it? 
that's the thing. Like, you never know your knee. You right? never know. Like you want. Well, day then you I guess one... you just you you get one and make it fit, and that's yeah, the yeah. one you needed the time that you needed it. Over in the Thank chat, you. looks like J Bell's eyeing a flea base, um, flea edition base, second hand for. Is that ninety thousand? What is it? 90, What's the 90, check? 000, uh, ninety thousand check crowns. So that's that's roughly about three thousand dollars. Roughly. Oh, okay. Is it? Is that? Um, is that a Fender bass? I think Flea plays Fenders. Flea play, he? usually plays Fenders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder I'd if that's like an American one that's imported or something. I mean, I, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see that. Um, <laughs> Well, you'd I like would, to play it, I bet. I would, well, I mean, five thousand dollars then. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, I'd be going over there a lot more. Uh, that's 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 for sure. <laughs> well, maybe don't get it, J Bell. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on how often you want to see Curtis. You know. Ah, <laughs> uh, we see too much of each other. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, that's what it is. It's on right. Should we have a look? Do you want to start with uh, the yeah? Start with the SP four hundred four. Yeah, let's start with the SP. Let's do that. Um, so. As our sampler SP404 in the room, <laughs> real quick, J Bell says he doesn't want to see you again. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, well, I <laughs> not really know what to say to that other than all right, don't come over to my house tomorrow afternoon. Then no more um, jamming for you guys. <laughs> exactly, not going to be that way. Um, <laughs> SP404, the Mark III, uh, yeah. not the Mark III, the Mark II, but the Update 3.0. What's going on with that sampler? Yeah, so I sent you a picture of. Um, Basically, it's a massive update. The The big numbered updates, so not the point whatever number, but like the 2.0, the 3.0, they've been rolling them out. That's three in a year since it came out. And they make some drastic improvements to the workflow. And uh, they also have been adding stuff like the 2.0 update added some new effects and uh, polyphonic chromatic performance. So you could play synths, like a single sample could play synths on it. Um, I mean, so, uh, should I bring up the... Uh, yeah, bring it up and I'll run over what they've added. And then I'm going to talk about my five favorite additions as an avid SP user, shall we say? I like that. I like that. Hang on. Uh, I think... Hang on. We are on a different uh, world. Yeah, so so there you, we go. I think there you have go. to present and then uh, there it is. I add to stream. There, there we go. go. Look at that. Look at that. I, look could how... even, I could even do this. Ah, look at that. Look at that. Keep the chat, let us know what you prefer. Yeah. <laughs> this one. Or this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just uh, there is an option to take us out completely. That's true. I could just do this if, you, if you've if you really gotten sick of our faces, but still want to see StreamYard, like, you know, I can do that too. I mean, I, do, I never not want to see that duck again. I always want to see that duck. <laughs> yeah, I would be well, dreaming about that duck for the rest of the time. Well, there we go. There so we go. here's some of the big updates. This is directly from Roland's video. And if anybody wants to check it out, uh, we can put a link to the video Um Curtis, it's in the docket if you want to share it. So sequencer updates, we've got better performance with multi-track audio when the sequencer or pattern is running. And that's huge because there were some issues, I guess, with some of them when you play multiple patterns while a pattern is playing. And then we've got sync with MIDI instruments. This is massive. It used to be that, let me just um, show the screen really quick. So it used to be that these are the banks. Let me see if I can, it's mirrored, but these are the banks. So every bank used to be on a separate MIDI channel. Now the first five banks are all um, in one MIDI channel, MIDI channel one, and then the other five are MIDI channel two or six. I can't remember how, yeah, five. So it's massive for live performance. And then we also have, let me get back to the screen. 
We also have pad views and automation, which is a big change. So you can automate the effects while the pattern's going and you can mute it. We've got convert pattern to sample. So you can quickly just, instead of resampling a whole pattern, you can just say, turn this into audio and it will just bounce it into a pad as a sample. One shot playback. So if you hit a pad, it starts playing. If you hit it again, it just keeps playing. It used to be if you hit it again, it would restart. So that's good for long backing tracks, like in my live performance. Startup, multi-effects, and parameters. You can change the default startups for every effect. It used to be it would always default to their setting. Now, mm -hmm. if you like a certain setting, you can do it that way. Then there's DJ mode updates. I'm not the biggest DJ mode user, but they added cue points and save markers to any sample or pad if you switch back to it. MIDI clock and bend updates so you can run since synced with the SP during DJ mode. And then there's a BPM display. Then some of the big other features, as they call it, quantize after recording. So if you make a pattern and you finished a hi-hat and you didn't like it, you could just quantize it after the fact. Copy selection to project, uh, change all bank parameters, MIDI mode layout. So you could, like I was saying, you can change a couple different things. And then there's a new envelope for the fade out of samples when you play them. And also huge is the SP404 app now works in a DAW. It oh. used to just be standalone. Now you can actually put it in there. So like in Ableton, if you've got samples or one shot showing up, you can just throw it right in. Same with Logic, but I know Curtis would appreciate Ableton since that's his uh, main usage. So yeah, so those are all of them. A lot of them are bringing it more in line, I guess you could say with the DAW. And a lot of these have been asked for for a long time. Uh, my favorites are the bounce pattern to sample. You no longer have to resample and get silence at the start or end if you accidentally hit the resample quick. Um, the motion recording is awesome. It's like a pocket operator where you can do effects while it's playing and then it stays in the pattern. And you yeah, can also cool. mute it. And then that goes hand in hand with the pad mute. So while a pattern's playing, you can mute specific pads. Like I don't want the drums to play mute it. And you can also record that into the pattern. So every time that pattern plays, it does it. Also the changing uh, the effects, the default effects is huge. Cause like every time I turn my SP on for the live set, when I was practicing, I'd have to reset all of the effects parameters I was using to get to where I wanted them to be. Now I can just have it set and saved. And then finally that big change to MIDI makes a huge difference. Cause I know in a previous live set of mine, people were complaining on the comments about how like if you're trying to sync the circuit with the sp and have the circuit send signal to the sp to like play this sample right now you'd have to change the midi channel for every bank now you could just have it all on one channel so it makes a big difference sounds like it's going to streamline your workflow would that be yeah safe? i think it streamlines workflow both in terms of composition but also in terms of performance like because some people use it as a composition machine some use it as a live performance machine or a dj mode and now it kind of this update didn't really add anything groundbreaking like new effects or sidechain but it added a ton of quality of life updates okay so i mean what do you think will bring what do you think it will bring to your sp404 game like what is it what are you you've mentioned a few that you're excited about more what ones have you been what ones i suppose are the most in demand I think the bouncing pattern to a pad without having to resample makes the biggest difference for anybody that composes on here or creates music on here. The one-shot playback makes a big difference when you're playing live because like, if you accidentally hit that pad again, the song restarts. 
Yeah, now it won't good. do that if you have it set to this one shot. And then the effects are like probably the biggest change for me. So do you when and how does that come into your use in putting it into your DAW? What would you do with that now? You mean with the app? Yeah. The app. So well, the app is how you connect your SP to the computer so you can send audio into it, move things and stuff like that instead of having to import from an SD card. Mm-hmm. Um so it really just makes it a little easier. Like if you've made something in a DAW and you want to just move it right over, you can just drag and drop it in the DAW rather than exporting the song or exporting the stems, moving it over, things like that. So it just, it seems like this update is all about streamlining. Well, there you go. I mean, I am I'm not part of this community. I know that you're really part of this community and uh, you do a lot of stuff on Reddit and stuff like that. So, I mean... As the as the mouthpiece for the entire SP protocol community. I don't I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that moniker. <laughs> just me as an SP user. As okay, it seems a... like just looking at Twitter, a lot of people have been excited about it. It also changed it. Now it can use a terabyte SD card in terms of putting uh, storage of samples. Not necessarily for storing. Yeah. So you can't store like you only have the amount of pads that it allots, right? So, you know, 10 banks or whatever and 16 pads, but you can have a ton of samples in a in the SD card that you can, like one shots that you can call or queue from. So now you can have a terabyte's worth. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's quite a lot in a little box. Yeah, it does a lot. They've been just making it more and more functional, especially yeah. compared to like an OG 404. There was a lot less you could do with that. And then the Mark II added a ton. And then each update has just added more and more. It's pretty crazy. And is the update, because I know, uh, for example, uh, Survey Channel, who's watching, I know he's got a Mark I. Yeah. Is the, is the update... I don't know if we call it Mark I. I think the, that one's the OG. But I guess yeah. by default, by naming the second one Mark II, it is a Mark I. Okay, so the, I okay, Mister, I I I'm Mister ignorant <laughs> on this one. Okay, so the original four hundred four is the update for that as well, or is it just the Mark II? No, no, no. So there's actually three four hundred four iterations. There's the OG, which used Compact Flash, and Survey Channel can talk more on that one. It's got a really cool sound though. Then there's the four hundred four SX, and then um, that added. A, I think it made it SD card, so it's a lot faster. And there might have been some effects changes. And then the 404 Mark II is a drastic overhaul with more pads, more effects, way deeper pattern thing. They added a TR rec mode that makes it like a sequencer, uh, lots more MIDI functionality and stuff. Yeah, Survey in the chat says that he's got the OG. Yeah. Interesting. I'll be Those have a really nice sound, though. They kind of lost some as they went more hi-fi with the 404 iterations. Like this one is pure hi-fi. There's like a lo-fi setting, but... They kind of lost some of that like grit that defined it. I mean, you can get it with some of the effects, but it's like, yeah. Well, Survey Channel, I as I again, I'm from the layman side of things. So Survey Channel, I see a lot of what Sun Wolfer does with his Mark, uh, with his Mark Two. Uh, if you ever wanted to show what you do with the OG, I'd be very curious if you could put it in the Discord channel. Uh, yeah, those awesome. things are sick. And he added a little bit. He said that I, he did just update his yesterday to the final OG update, which was 1.05, loaded some backing tracks onto it. And oh boy, the sound. Yeah, those things go. sound great. I, I mean, I love the current, the Mark II. And with some of the effects, like the 303 compressor, you can get an awesome lo-fi sound. Um, but those OGs have a certain sound to them that uh, not even the SX is accurate to. 
Um, but Survey Channel, what does the update for the OG add? I'm sure that's probably from a while ago, that update, but I wonder what they added in those updates. Be good to see. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a very interesting one. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I really wanted to get a video for you guys, but uh, I, between trying to set up all of this stuff and some other things happening, I couldn't get it. But if you do want to see some of these new updates in action, let me know either in the chat as this is going or in the comments after it airs, if you're watching it after the fact. Um, I'm just reading Survey Channel's comment. He says the update's from 2007, and I'll have to get back about the updates. Yeah, let us know. If yeah, you record something, share it over in the Discord. We'd love to see it. But yeah, um, if you guys want to see more about this and like the five things that I really dig about it or more, let me know and I'll have a video. I can make a video for next week. Very much so. Um, so yeah, thank you. Um, that This show is brought to us by our patrons. Um, thank you very much indeed. Uh, we really appreciate the support you give us. It allows us to try new things, such as trying our StreamYard. Like uh, this. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> isn't that, isn't that nice? Uh, so yeah, if you are vibing what we're doing and you want to support, consider becoming a patron. Uh, pledges start at two dollars a month. We have our own community. Uh, we have a, a Twitter, Twitter DM group. We also have um, extras on our Discord channel. Uh, you get early access to our stuff, um, including our pre-recorded content and stuff like that. And uh, we invite you onto the show, which is always fun. Hydrofire is a staple of that. Um, as well as <laughs> Lars Hua, he's been up here as well a few times. It's yeah. a great community, and we thank you bottomlessly for the support that you give us. So thank you very much indeed. Yeah, it there helps he us out a ton. It helps us do more of this stuff. So if you enjoy it, the link should be in the description. I had to change the description when I was copying and pasting this. So if it's not, let us know if you want to check it out, and we'll put it in the chat. And then, of course, after this airs, it will be in there. I'll double check. And get it but um yeah there's uh exclusive twitter and discord channel and group uh for all the patrons we also do mm -hmm. a monthly it's soon to be twice monthly hangout with the patrons where we just talk about anything and everything it's kind of like this podcast but we don't film it it's just us hanging out talking whatever uh whatever the patrons bring to the table and want to talk about it's a lot of fun uh it's great to talk about these kind of things like getting all excited about you know having two lfos and doing things with that without having the person we're talking to's eyes glaze over. It's yeah. a, a nice way to do that and, and bother our significant others a lot less. <laughs> yeah, uh, very much so. It's uh, it's lovely to speak with like-minded people about things that we nerd out about. Um, I was putting, I was putting the, uh, I was doing the thumbnails and the clips for the shorts about the Behringer video we did last week and I was doing yeah. it uh, at work. And I think it's a good that, place to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's the best way to do it, you know. And I, I think I think the thumbnail was something along the lines like chatting about the Behringer Corner or something like that. Something something that we would know about, like Behringer Corner, like there's no need for explanation. Um, but to anyone else outside the community, it's like, what's that? And then I'll tell them what it is, and then their eyes glaze over and it's like, Oh, you nerd. It's like, our oh, people understand us, man. You know, there's, the Behringer Torah came out two weeks ago. We want to talk about it because it's awesome. Yeah. You know? I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't take you for wanting to talk about it, though, because you didn't seem you didn't seem too jazzed up about the Torah. Oh, you know me. I Mr. Anti-Behringer. 
and a mono sense with a monologue behind him. Ah, I'm not anti mono. <laughs> I'm not anti mono sense. I have one behind me and I love it. Um, I just, I, know, I don't need another you. one. Don't need another one. But yeah, I love it. I always love talking shop. Uh, I talk my ears off uh, about shop. So let's talk about more shop. Let's uh, talk shop. Yeah, let's talk shop. Um, we. Uh, again, this came to us from FCC, who's our label mate, uh, and he's in uh, one of the audience notes in our Discord. Um, Cherry Audio have released the new Mercury Six. It is the Mercury Six. Um, and no, Mercury Four, I believe. I have got my the video up here, and it says Mercury Six on it. Because their uh, website says Four. Does it? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Because... <laughs> yeah. Detailed <laughs> okay. emulation of the Roland Jupiter Four. So interesting okay so the video that i've got and i've been playing with is the mercury six um ah, well let's talk mercury six <laughs> let's talk mercury. um so basically yeah this is a new synthesizer out by cherry audio it's meant to as some author said to emulate that of the juno 4. um no Ju- uh, jupiter six jupiter six if we're talking sorry. juno six or yeah, mercury six it's the today. jupiter six boy these numbers are getting to us so mercury four mark two yeah 3.0 <laughs> update <laughs> So Mercury 6 is, these are their words, a meticulous recreation of the Jupiter 6 analog synthesizer just in time for its 40th anniversary. Sandwiched between the earlier Jupiter 4 and Jupiter 8 models in name only, the sophisticated Jupiter 6 has sometimes been considered a sleeper release. These days it has persevered to become one of Roland's most notable and coveted classic synthesizers due to its distinctive dark and complex character. Mercury 6 from Cherry Audio this is, these are their words, captures all that is exceptional in this treasured polyphonic classic, boosts its extraordinary feature set for today's DAW production and workflow, and celebrates the groundbreaking innovation from that era that changed music forever. And this Mercury 6 is $50 down from an MSRP of 70 Yeah, and that's kind of why we brought it up. It's relatively entry level, um, and which is really, really interesting in its own right. But also you do get a you do get a trial. Uh you get a 30 day trial, um, which we tested out. I I played real with quick, it. so I, I just wanna say I'm sorry because I, I got bump scoop. So the Mercury four must be an old release because Survey Channel says the Mercury six is ah. a new one. Yes, they did do a Mercury four because I found the the link. It's fifty no, it's forty dollars on their website for the Mercury Four, and it says it comes with a um Roland Echo emulation too. Looks pretty cool. So check it out. But we're talking Mercury 6. I'm sorry to uh, have completely botched that up. That's my bad. There was no detail in the um, thing, and we like to read off stuff. So I, I went to grab it and just saw Mercury 4. and was like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's cool. I mean, that's why we love the, this. Well, it's part of the reason why we love people uh, giving us their feedback, because then they can correct us when we go wrong. It's lovely. <laughs> Thanks, survey channel. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, have a look at because I went through some, I just clicked through some of the presets um, and play through to give you a, uh, give you an idea of what you could do and what you can get with your money. Um, yeah, so you said they offer a trial, right? There's a, there's a trial there. I think it's either for 14 days or 30 days. Okay. Um, and then it's 49 bucks uh, if you want to buy it, which I, it's one of those things where I looked at it, I've played with it, and I've gone, well, maybe next paycheck uh because that's it's not bad but anyway without much further yeah, ado let me bring it up bad. i wonder yeah. how long it stays at 50 if it's new it might it sounds like it's going to revert to 70 at some point perhaps well let's uh let's have a listen to this yeah
Oh yeah, run that ARP. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> Why do I just push one finger down? You can go from making making change. Obviously, this is a video showing them all. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> JBL says, "Beautiful one note, Curtis." Yeah, your <laughs> nose is one note. <laughs> My best thing is what I'm known for. It's one note forever. just say that that sense of white noise coming from the back is not the preset that's coming from the fact that uh i was using i didn't do the trial or anything it's just the demo and it gives intermittent pink noise but i uh, hope you can see uh from that that, that there's a there's a there's a, a good amount of uh presets in there there's a good decent yeah. bang for your buck um yeah for 50 bucks it's not bad um should i read off i have the right one should I read off some of the actual specs? Yeah, go for it. Go okay, for it. so we've got highly optimized, massive dual layer voicing architecture with 16 polyphonic voices per layer. Keyboard split or stacked modes allow two playable layers with separate per layer controls for all parameters. My profit does that, and I love that for like live performance. It's awesome. Two VCOs per voice with combined waveform capabilities, triangle, ramp sawtooth, noise, and square or variable pulse. Uh, let's see, multi-mode filter with 24 dB low pass, um, 24 dB high pass, or 12 dB band pass modes. Accurate reproductions of the originals advanced VCO2 to VCO1 FM cross modulation for, as they call it, searing tones. Let's see what else we got. <laughs> Precisely implemented portamento and glissando modes. Um, exactingly replicated arpeggio section with MIDI temp sync hidden down up mode of the original and the addition of a random mode, two tempo syncable LFOs with extended re-trigger functionality, single key chord memory mode, over 500 presets, that's a ton, created uh -huh. by a talented team of sound design veterans, easily accessible in a convenient preset browser. And Curtis showed us that. Uh, it did look pretty easy to navigate. Let's see. Studio quality integrated effects, distortion, phaser, flanger chorus, three types of delay with sync, and four types of reverb. Uh, with easy access, global or layer settings. Well, there you go. And I think the, well, I mean, it's, it's a veritable inspiration box. I think we've used that phrase quite a lot uh, when these things come through. But the the presets themselves, I haven't tried the uh, ones or the from Arturia, which I know that Hydrofight is a big fan of. Um, the and the presets are are really interesting. They 
probably need a bit behind the effects chain. Like J-Bill, uh, uh, J-Bill says, you can probably find similar sounds on a free VST. There are, like, you can get the Tyrell from Yuhi, which is free. I feel like the presets are really good for you to kind of get a basic and then run through it and then send it to some send and returns and you can tweak it a little bit because um, it's not official. Uh, so, yeah, but I mean, there, there's a lot there. You get a lot for your money and there's a lot to play with, I think. So if, you, if you're looking for something that you throw into the DAW and then you can kind of have some fun with and learn from, it's a great PST, I think. Yeah, and I think it also depends if, if it, we kind of always talk about this with VSTs and things like that, if that's the sound you're really going for, a meticulously crafted synth, like s- software replica of that synth makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, I want the Jupiter 6 sound. Okay, something that's like meticulously crafted about that, that makes sense. If you just like the sound of it and want to throw it in once in a while, yeah, maybe you do something with a free synth like Europa and Reason can do a lot of these kind of cool sounds and stuff like that. So I think it also kind of depends on that context as well. From what I could tell as well, the CPU usage is quite low, which is... That's nice. important, yeah. Yeah, like I was thinking about, I always come back to the Diva, which is a right... I was going to say, otherwise we'd all be using like 18 million instances of Diva in every song, right? Oh yeah, but I mean, yeah. Um, but that creates the Hadron Collider effect, which will end the universe. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> you create a new Big Bang with uh, too many instances of that. <laughs> exactly. There's a reason for it, you know. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting. I, it's I had a little play around with it. I think I would like if, like you say, if you want a, a synthy retro sound straight off the bat without doing too much effort. If you're doing a commission work or something like that, then go for it. Um, it's just a bit of fun. 50 bucks. It's there. Yeah. Uh, hi, FCC. Welcome. Lovely to hear. See you. Um, FCC, one of our label mates. Uh, and how are you doing, man? What's going on in your world? Yeah. Yeah, I think it, though, to the synth, it, it makes sense if that's, like, what you're going for. I also think, I mean, it's a free trial. So yeah. if you like the sound of it, you can check out the trial. And if it makes sense to buy it, then you buy it. If not, then, you know, you tried it and it just wasn't for you. Or you take the Sumwarper approach, you get the free trial, you sample everything, every preset, and then you put it through the SP404. That's uh, that's not my, uh, let's not coin that the Sumwarper <laughs> approach. <laughs> but yes, you could totally just, uh, you know, download some sample one shots and throw it in a sampler, you know, if that's the sound you like uh, of anything. I mean, any sound. But, you know, these, these small independent and smaller plugin companies or plugin companies in general if you enjoy the synths you should definitely buy them and support them so i don't condone that i'm just saying <laughs> i get that i get that oh fcc um, says he's liking the new format we appreciate it yeah we're checking it out um we've got Streamyard lake up to my i guess it's left yeah well that's what it's going to be called uh, so Leon Lake's i back. forgot that that's what we called it and now i'm having that all <laughs> it's over only again. been like 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> or 40 minutes i get that um uh oh jbell says he could buy could he buy a sticker of marooned um and that's something he'd pay for i mean he can if you want uh i'll uh, see what i've got i do have some stickers actually um that's cool coming and yeah free uh frequency control center there's no eon lake this week he's feeling a bit under the weather we'll be back yeah. next week um he is missed miss but him. Streamyard lake up there is uh is his stand-in as this is what we're trying out and um yeah yeah, it's about to, in a minute, Stream the StreamYard duck is about to go on a rant about Spotify. So That's true, we'll yeah. be all there for that. We'll be all there for that. 
Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, duck the duck from the lake, the Streamyard <laughs> Lake, exactly. That's what we've Fantastic. been ca- calling him, Streamyard Lake, because he's he's the Eon Lake of of ducks. He's from the Just lake, <laughs> bobbing around. There we go. Um, so yeah, uh, shout. That is all we got for the news this week. That's all the gear we've got, um, unless I'm much mistaken. But if there's anything we miss, please let us know um, either in the comments or in our Discord below. Um, we always love hearing that. <laughs> FCC says he can see the duck's eyes rolling. Well, that's one <laughs> thing. I really wanted Eon Lake here because I really wanted to be able to do this and show him do that eye roll just front and center. But un- alas, he couldn't make it today. But, uh, you know, StreamYard Lake's a good stand-in, so we appreciate it. It is, yeah. And um, the reason you see the duck is because it's a free version. We're trialing it out for now. Um, and it's something that, you know, should we get into it? Should we get into a, a, a wider position uh, in our Patreon? It's something we might consider using if you guys like it. You guys are the patrons after all. Um, if you like the format, you like the way it's going, and you want to see us use it more, you'd have to say goodbye to the duck, I suppose. You well, don't have to. There is also. Hi this overlay but i don't know if it has any more duckness oh it does there you go more duckness so now so... uh Streamyard duck is actually telling everyone we're live but you know well there you go um it's just honking from on high uh that's what it needs and yes jbell if we get the paid one we can do the star background on it as of now yeah. the only two we have is the bubbles dark which is what we're using <laughs> or uh i where is it or just uh plain or black. black but it yeah. is both are definitely better than the dull gray of the Google Meet we normally yeah. do. So, I yeah. think we've got a better quality of video. I for sure definitely can see a better. There's better contrast and there's better uh, hue coming. I wonder from how the camera. latency is too. Well, this is what I think. I think the latency is a lot better. I think mm. um, from what I can see, us. I've got you on. I've got us on one screen here, and then I've got the feed itself for the YouTube on yeah. the other at the moment. And there's a list. I'm now moving my arms. And I'm going to be moving my arms. Oh, wow. That's pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. So, there we go. I'm already <laughs> yeah. There you go. Like, Sorry for us nerding out about the technical <laughs> back end of uh, how Deep Space Network works. But uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out. And yeah, mm. if you if you do enjoy this new format and want to see us evolve it even further, consider joining the patron as it will help us uh, be able to afford the more pro features. Very much so. And there'll be more to nerd out on. Uh, yeah. No stream of consciousness broadcasting. <laughs> Goal. Yeah. Um, what's going on in the marketing minute? Some of us? Yeah, so I think they talked about this last week. It was actually live right before we went live with ADSN last week. And I promised I would talk about it probably much to most of the chat's chagrin since uh, I know we're not the biggest or most of the chat is not the biggest fan of Spotify, but um, they did the stream on event where they talked about a lot of big changes coming to both the Spotify UI as a consumer and also some really cool features and some kind of sketchy features for Spotify for artists. Okay. So do you want to share the link I sent you? I'll bring it up uh, so we can see it here in all its beautiful glory. I'm sorry. I have to add it to the stream. There you go. I apologize. Okay. So, Basically, let me actually move us to the yeah, left. Yeah, let's go on the leftist side. Yeah, we'll, we'll shake things up. The four big changes <laughs> are they've now added, which Curtis had kind of talked about that it seemed like they were from a beta he got somehow thrown into on by accident, but they're adding clips. So 30-second vertical clips. Then there's Start the Countdown, which is the in-Spotify pre-save system. 
amplify your music. There's some new things you can do for your music. That's where we get to the sketchier side of things. And finally, the make money on Spotify with more, uh, I think it's Shopify integration. So uh-huh. let's scroll down and take a look. Spotify for artists got a bit of an update uh, with some new features you can do that tie into some of those top ones we were just talking about. Continue, Curtis. Sorry. So we'll go down to, we'll start with the. Yeah, this is the big one. So I'm just going to zoom in on it real quick. So short video for the long term, as they call it. So they're adding 30, under 30 second vertical videos that you can talk about things. As you can see from the picture, it's probably a lot of these artists are talking about like a new release that's come out or is coming out and you can promote it. It it seems like it's still early days. So what works in terms of, as we talked about before, retention rate and things like that will be trialed out and tested. It's in beta, which means most likely that massive artists can do it now and the rest of us can't. But, you know, that's the way it typically goes, I guess, with Spotify. Continue, Curtis. There we go. Uh, There we go. Let me just check the chat. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is kind of cool, though I'm still not the biggest fan of pre-saves in general, I do appreciate the idea that pre-saves are now going to be internal to Spotify, which as we've talked about before, all of those pre-saves from DistroKid and all these others, there's no interaction with Spotify. A third party gets your email and all that stuff and gets access to your Spotify and can like it when it releases. But you're giving all this access and things like that to a third party. (laughs) J-Bell is not a fan of Ed Sheeran. Well, you don't have to pre-save his album, but he's just there to tell us about his album, I guess. Um, FCC says massive artists can earn money. The rest of us can't. I mean, yeah, uh, I, that's uh, the Spotify conundrum, I suppose. But there are some cool things that they're adding. I mean, I think the clips can help humanize artists and art in terms of like Spotify, which is very just like playlist centric and mm-hmm. just you're just clicking music. But now with these videos, theoretically, it could help kind of bring a face to your music should you want that i could even imagine doing just like really cool promos like if you make a an interesting music video you could just take a segment of it for like five seconds and pop it up with text or something um let's see but yeah so the pre-saves you can actually do a countdown on your page where it shows like the number and then pre-save and this pre-save is direct through spotify so you don't have to give at least it seems a third party your access to spotify which has always thrown me off in terms of doing pre-saves um well yeah i mean that's a very nice thing it's done right really um the bringing it on board and yeah making more out the release radar it's cool yeah, yeah. shall we continue um, yeah. so we've got the most powerful tools to help you grow your family yeah so this let me get the bigger screen this is kind of where some of the slight sketchiness so marquee has been around for a while i don't it's 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 an advertising feature let's mm-hmm. say where you can pay to get you. Some of you may have noticed if you use Spotify, when a big pop-up comes up that takes up the full screen, when you open Spotify and it says, you know, like check out this new music, that's marquee where it promotes it. And I guess there has been good um, reaction to it in terms of like getting people to click it and listen. So that's something I don't think it's still rolled out for most people, but, or it's like, I think you have to have 15,000 or 5,000 listeners, something like that. Then there's this showcase, which they said is a new campaign tool that you promote new and catalog, catalog being old music. I think they say it's after 18 months they consider something catalog um, on the home page of Spotify premium and free listeners. And then here's where there was some recent controversy, this uh, discovery mode. So you give Spotify more of your royalty. I think if they take an additional 30 percent 
and they do they throw you on this i believe it's the vertical um mm. where it's it's similar to tiktok where you can scroll uh actually you can't see my hand where you can scroll vertically and see these like canvases and that's discovery mode and that's an additional 30 percent of your royalty per stream so that's something that's, that's i mean <laughs> it's just it's squeezing the lemon i suppose um yeah the... it's like instead of giving artists better royalty payouts they can take more from the artist rather than the consumer because they don't want to raise consumer rates which i can understand but it's like you're choosing the wrong person to pull money from <laughs> yeah well it's the exploitation of the proletariat uh, yeah, i the, suppose so it's it's interesting this is the thing that i had in beta um and it's actually currently i get it on like my release radar and my uh discover weekly mm-hmm. and I, I i mean does it do anything for discoverability does it do anything i i, I, <laughs> I don't know i don't, I don't think I, so, it's still I don't early know. days with it too and um I think a lot of artists don't even have it accessible yet. No. So, um, well, yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's interesting in their own right. Um, yeah. Before, before we do kind of like an analysis, what's the last one? Oh, yeah. So this is actually kind of good. Uh, a bit of chat, though, first. Uh, J-Bell says, what's 30% of 0.00000010 cents? Yeah, I suppose the devil's advocate, should we say, is that you potentially get exposed to a larger number of people who will then click it and stream it. And that means more than 1.0000, like a single point, you know, or a hundred point zero zero. It's like a thousand or something like that. Mm. I'm not saying I agree with it. It's just that I can see kind of like the consideration of it. I still don't think the 30% thing, taking more from artists is a great idea. But anyways, um, FCC says, it's probably money well spent to gain more followers if you're not making much anyway. Well, that that's exactly where I was getting at as well. Sorry, FCC, I waited to read it. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with you completely. So the last thing, and they've been adding more and more of this Shopify connection. You can, um, there, it's just further merch and show promotion. You can have merch for an album, like the vinyls, the CDs, and then you can promote shows that you're doing. I need to check if you can show like live streams. Like if you're doing... A live stream on Bandcamp. I don't know if you can put that as a show. Probably not, but maybe it's worth checking into. So I'll look because I know some of us have been doing those Bandcamp live streams, uh, and it would be good to know because that's just a potential way to get people off of Spotify and onto Bandcamp, right? So yeah, completely. Um, well, I think, I mean, that's the way that kind of live live shows are going: smaller, intimate crowds and yeah. more people online. But whether or not they want to go to that. I don't know, but it does. They are going for the whole. They are really going social. They're going very, very social with the whole. Yeah, and, and and I don't know if that's on this page that I linked that Curtis has been showing, but there's some big changes going on to the Spotify homepage. Is that the end of the page of that? Uh, that oh, that's the loud that and thing. clear where they show stuff. Yeah, I think that's it. But at the top, I think they mentioned that home is home is getting a big visual update. Um, certain playlists are now you can like, if you go to Spotify specific playlists, you may see sometimes it's like, do you want to watch this playlist? And it's a little option at the top. And it's basically that discovery mode where it's the canvases and and you can just scroll through. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool if you're into that, but most of those playlists are not of my musical style, like what I enjoy, but I think even release radar may have it. So if you check out release radar for artists, you follow, 
you'll see that option. There's also, instead of pushing podcasts so hard now, there's three options at the top, music, podcasts, and audiobooks. And when you select one of those, it's a much more visual format instead of just like little squares. There's like bigger pictures and things like that. So it's a it's a big update coming to the UI of Spotify for consumers. And then there's a lot of options they're adding for artists. Why we talk about it is because it is still probably the biggest platform people listen on. So it's not a bad idea to, even if you're not on it or you don't want to be on it, at least know kind of what they're doing because most likely other companies will follow suit if it works or change course if it doesn't work. It's just interesting to keep an eye on. And I mean, even in the worst case, know thy enemy, right? You know, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's, I think it's a great way of putting it. Know thy enemy. But I think, I do believe there's potential there. I think what we lack, especially in the electronic world, is we, it's getting better. But I think traditionally what we've always lacked is that visual aspect of it. Yeah. In terms of like people, people watch music these days as well as listen to it and there's always been a disconnect in the underground between the music and the fan be that because you know putting cameras to faces and such or ways to go around it with no budget that kind of thing but this is a way to directly bring the artist to the listener in yeah. a lovely way so youtube have been doing really well over the last couple of years in terms of like the shorts and the posting of the pictures and the selfies and the stuff and that's that's nice it's humanizing something which was traditionally just here's my new track you know so yeah like it or lump it it's coming and there's there is opportunity there and yeah well, yeah it's, it's totally i think that's the best there. way to look at it is you know if you have music on spotify it's good to know these things because yeah there's some really cool options to bridge the gap as i was saying earlier of having this very uh dissociated connection to artists where you're just listening on playlists or you're just going to their profile and hitting a song because you know there's no connection to the artist but now you can have the uh i forgot what they call it but the short the clips you can have the clips where you're talking and and amazon even has this already for the two people that listen on amazon music <laughs> in the world but they have you can do an intro it's not video i believe it's audio but you can say like hey thanks for listening to my new song this was inspired by blah 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 um you know here you go. And now you can have this video aspect and it's kind of bridging that gap of social media. You're putting a face to your music. Should you want to? And like frequency control center says better the devil, you know, exactly. Completely. Absolutely. Um, so we'll have to see, we'll have to see what Apple music do as well. Um, yeah. if they're going to do anything to respond, because I know yeah. that they're, they're bigger than Spotify in the U S is that still the case? They um, were. Yeah. I think Spotify has like the world, it has the world dominance, yeah. and then I, Apple Music apparently Apple Music apparently is bigger in the U.S. Um, Apple does have, and we talked about it a while ago. We can go over it again for anybody if they want us to. But they have you can answer questions. It's like three questions, like name your top three albums, uh, your favorite song of your own, and why, and like one other, and you can put that. Mm -hmm. So that they also have a slight humanizing aspect and. I had just happened to go on Apple Music one day checking like if my new stuff was on there or something. And I saw that the questions I put were there on my profile. And it's just an interesting kind of concept to bring something of yourself to your art should you choose to. So it's interesting to see all of these companies are kind of doing something just slightly different. And uh, we'll see if, if any of these Spotify bits are very successful or um, popular. I'm sure we'll see it roll out on multiple other streaming services. Yeah. Very much so. Um, so yeah, that's the marketing minute. Thank you ever so much for listening through. Um, 
these are always little fact-finding missions for us, um, namely for Sun Wolf because he does most of the marketing stuff. Um, so if there's anything that we're missing or is anything that we've not touched upon, is there anything you want to know in terms of music marketing and promoting yourself as an artist, let us know. Discord and the comments is where to be. Um, it's always good to give us a task, a quest, if you might say, to wander through yeah. the wasteland and find out what's going down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very much so. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's the multi-minute. Final bit for today is be the round robin, um, which is uh, an interesting one, this one. this is more Actually, before we switch over, though, we should ask StreamYard Lake if he has any comment or rants about Fair. Spotify. I can't believe we StreamYard Lake? Vitriol. He's, Vitriol. He's so mad about it, he won't even speak. Uh, it's mental. Um, wow, speechless for the first time. Yeah, uh, that's a rarity. <laughs> <laughs> Streamyard Lake, thank you very much for your uh, contribution to that. Um, so, yes. He's already uh, on Lake Proxy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, so round robin this week. Um, a bit of a personal one. As you know, I just uh, released Marooned. And so I have been going, judging myself and going through this whole imposter syndrome cycle, like we all have been doing on and off over, uh, well, since it, since the time of dawn, I suppose, the dawn of time, um, when, where, where man first put stick to stick and made a clicking sound and then wondered if it was a good clicking sound. Um, we all go through these peaks wow. and troughs. <laughs> We all go through these peaks and troughs of imposter syndrome, not feeling uh, that we're any good or that the material we make is any good. And this is a cycle. And I think always, in a similar way to therapy, the idea of talking about these things is always a good way to normalize it and process it as a community. So I wanted to bring it to the table. I wanted to find out, guys, imposter syndrome, how do you deal with it? How does it manifest? How are you viewing your work how does it affect the way you make your music and is there any particular way in which that you are getting over your imposter syndrome what are ways in which you can do that um i have my ways but as uh Streamyard, uh lake is a little bit quiet on that front i'm gonna start with some more this week yeah i mean i don't think it was your question i think you had said in the docket that it was like getting rid of imposter syndrome right how do you get over it? How do you, you get, get over your imposter how do you syndrome? Diminish it. How do you bring it through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not I have to kind of formulate my thoughts. So sorry if this is kind of sporadic and, and uh chaotic, but I guess that's the the point of today's episode, I suppose. But I don't think you get over imposter syndrome. You have to just learn to accept, embrace, and deal with it. You know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. like you, you, it's always going to be there. And at certain points in your lowest points, it will be more apparent and stronger. And at those points, I think you just have to kind of treat it as like a friend almost and be like, Hey, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, but I have to do it. And I think aside from that, working on your imposter syndrome, cause you can't just like say, yep, it's a friend. It's always there. Yeah, that's great. You still can take steps to improve it and make it better and have a better handle over it. And I think the biggest thing for me is just doing, just always doing, just get something out. When you have the imposter syndrome, if you really need help getting over it, like getting through it, ask a unbiased set of ears. Like I'll send a song to Curtis and be like, what do you think about this? Or Eon Lake usually is also uh, one of my main, much to his chagrin, he probably gets really annoyed. I'm like, hey, how's, 
this version of the master. Okay, how's this one? Okay, here's the 15th version. How's that <laughs> sounding? You know? So, so um, it's just learning to kind of like accept it, say, yep, I understand, I've got it, and then just do it anyways. And the more you do it and the more you show that part that it's safe to do these things and look at how it turned out. It was great. Or even mm -hmm. if there was nothing, nothing bad happened, right? Because that's usually the fear of it. it. You just do it and you slowly start to see that it's okay to do these things and you'll feel better about doing it. I remember the first time I uploaded a song to Bandcamp in like 2012, I sat there with it for like three days with that screen on or, you know, like hours, just like, do I hit it? Oh, what if like this bass is too loud? Or what if this is that one hi-hat's too different? Or will people just hate the sound of it? You know, or this and that. And then now I'm just like, publish. <laughs> you know, like you just work on it. Completely. Uh, chat is alive. Uh, yeah, I was, I was not on the chat because I didn't want to get distracted while I was talking. Uh, it's a daily occurrence for Frequency Control Center. Um, it's always there. J-Bell also does feel like he's in a poster uh, at times. Um, frequency, uh, sorry, survey channel, perpetual state of imposterism. Um, it gets in the way, um, but then J-Bell comes back with, I think imposter syndrome can be dealt with. I like the saying, the artist doesn't need to believe in the work, just do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And to FCC where he says, don't compare yourself to others, exactly. I mean, ah, comparison yes, is the death of joy. Like, yes, that's how you sap any joy from something you're doing is by being like, well, so and so got 20 more streams or this and that. Like, yeah, I mean, we're all on our own journeys and we have no idea what anyone is going through outside of the music, even with the music or this and that. Like, just enjoy the ride you're on mm -hmm. and have fun with it. And when you start comparing rather than comparing, maybe collab or work together or like with Curtis and I will just even if we're not collabing be like does this sound cool or like what do you think about this like i sent him a poster today and he's like i don't like the font and i was like i'm going for cheesy <laughs> 80s retro oh then it's perfect yeah. like yeah you know like, like i knew why it. he didn't like it because it wasn't his style but i explained where i'm at and i'm like from this what i'm going for do you like it and he's like oh yeah well it makes sense in that context you know because it's like we can also step out of our own personal subjective beliefs and like preferences to understand what someone else's is so yeah I think uh, I think to extend on from that as well. I think uh, I, just to branch off from what you said about having the people you trust around you, like the the immediate set of ears that you have around you that you trust and that you know that you can rely on. Uh, un, what's the phrase? Uh, unconditionally. Right. I know that, for example, if I send you a track, I know that you're going to listen to it. And I know you're going to give me your honest opinion whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, and that's just what you need. You know, I think. Imposter syndrome, I noticed it as well. I think a lot of weight came off my shoulders when I released Marooned. I was really feeling it just before release. And then it went out into the big world. world. I was like, cool. All right. That's, that's done. You know? Um, so I think, I think like you say, like releasing, whether, even if you don't believe wholeheartedly in the work that you're doing, just getting it out there and knowing that it is a moment in time is a great way of kind of dealing with that in that regard. Uh, yeah. And one of my biggest ways of getting over kind of like it's both perfectionism, but also imposter syndrome is like I always say it, but making a song rather than being like, well, it's it's I don't believe in it or it's it's not perfect. It's just is it impeccable? Right. Like, am I happy with everything to a degree enough to be like this is listenable when I listen to it? I get excited and I'm like, oh, yeah, that part's awesome. Like with my song on Friday, I remember that comes out next Friday. I was like really 
struggling with the drums and then I listened to one mix and I was just like, got goosebumps, not about the drums, right? But it, I was in the vibe of the song and I was like, okay, it's to the point where I know that I can like be excited about it and happy with it. Whether the drums are too hot or quiet or this or that, it's like, it's enough where it's like, it's good enough, you know, like it's, it's impeccable. It doesn't have to be perfect. That's fair. Um, uh, frequency control center. Imposter syndrome is different to confidence though. Feeling like you shouldn't be where you are is different to feeling like you can't do it. That's a very fair point. I'm not sure I completely agree with it. I think they're, they're hand in hand. Well, yeah, they're hand in hand. I suppose the, in that, in that sense, it's the idea the feeling like you shouldn't be where you are in a sense that is again, you're not confident uh, in yourself. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, not confident. It boils down right. to even if you don't want to look at it as being feeling confident in the sound or something, it's you're not you're not feeling confident where you're at and that you don't deserve it, right? That still comes down to confidence, I think. And I understand what he's saying, uh, but I, I just I feel like it's still it does at least go hand in hand typically. I mean, I think you can feel like an imposter while you still feel confident in the sounds you create or something, mm -hmm. sure. But there's still some sort of like ego confidence type, thing, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I, I know ego gets you all triggered, Curtis, but <laughs> I think the I think with that as well, I think uh, it shows you what it it tells you. Oh, fundamentally, you're not happy where you want to be. Which instead of seeing yeah. it as a negative thing, I think is a very positive thing because it there's that drive, there's that um, primal urge within you to uh, grow, get better, uh, harness a different sound or a sound that is somewhat above your station so to speak and i mean that in the loosest form above your station as if anything's above your station but you know the idea that you still want to achieve heights i think the day that i, I feel that the, the day that we're happy completely with the art that we've made that would be a sad day because then you would stop trying and yeah i think there's that there's that little there's that little dude on your shoulder like it's just going oi you gotta keep going because if you don't keep going then i'm gonna get you and i think mm -hmm. that's for me at least that's really important um yeah um because if you don't feel like you deserve to be where you are in that regard then it's i don't know it's important to keep pushing and not be satisfied with where you're at even if you're happy with where you're at you should always strive to learn and grow i mean that's just you know being an artist being a human is always getting <laughs> <laughs> J-Bell says, little duck on your shoulder. We should all have a little Eon Lake on our shoulder being like, oh, look at the whiteboard. I'll look forward to that. So, yeah. So, okay. So, that is kind of dealing with it. And it's all right. We'd like to know the practical terms of what you guys do to deal with it in your day-to-day uh, -day life. It's all there. It's through cycles of good and bad. How are you getting over it? What tangible advice can you give to the community in that regard? Um for me, again, it's that sense of consistent releasing. Just keep going, keep trucking, um, and harnessing that energy and putting it into, I don't know, understanding that I've always got more to learn, which is a good thing. Yeah. Just curious. That's not yeah. Just embracing where you're at, too, and just, you know, learning to just push beyond. But I really do think that just doing these things helps to get through imposter syndrome. That's, I think that's, that's my... Um, that's my recommendation. <laughs> yeah, very good. As well as that, J Bell says sometimes it's good to take a break. And again, mm -hmm. that is that is massive. Like just stepping away, learning to step away and saying, you know, I'm today I'm gonna go watch Netflix or I'm gonna play a video game. Um, I'm not very good at that. I'm terrible at that. Um <laughs> and 
it's something that I'm trying to get better at the idea of just sitting down with uh sitting down with a video game and sit down with a cup of tea and just not focusing on the music for once in my life um it does help it really does help yeah i mean it also just gives you different perspectives and even subconsciously like i don't mean to sound like i'm always thinking in this way but like you're hearing new sounds you're hearing music you're hearing things and you're on break mode or should be so it's not registering you're not like oh that's an interesting interval and that's an interesting chord progression you're just hearing cool things that later mm -hmm. maybe lodged in that subconscious that you can kind of interpolate and just get a new influence from or something like that and survey channel agrees with jbell and you and me i i agree too breaks do help definitely like it is good to step aside step away for a minute or like if you're really feeling off just take a break you know very much so um frequency control center just enjoy it all two years ago i never dreamed i'd be releasing my second album next month it's all great and challenging and food for more creativity absolutely Definitely. just enjoy it we, yeah. we take we take things very seriously and life is serious and music is serious and the music career is the serious nature it's meant to be fun it's art it's expression yeah yeah that's that's um, what it boils down to it's art just enjoy the art if you're not enjoying it that probably will also feed into imposter syndrome because you're not feeling that enthusiasm, right? You know? Yeah. Um, and you've got to find a way to make it enjoyable. Like that channeling of that energy, that joy and that freedom, that's the only way that you can express yourself in the most authentic way. And that's the only way that we have. Yeah. Very much so. If there's any more, anyone watching back, uh, if we've missed anything, let us know. Uh, we can always continue this discussion in the Discord um, or let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear your thoughts and methods. Yeah, definitely. And if you want to head to the Discord, I'm going to check. The link should be in the description, and I believe it is. Uh, yeah, the link is in the description. I had to copy and paste when I was uploading this new thing, this new streaming setup. So I wasn't sure, but yeah, it is there. If you're not on the discord already, it's free for all. We'd love to have you. We talk about all these kinds of things and we even do uh, quick hangouts after Curtis and I do our weekly meet on Mondays. We typically hop over in the voice and video chat for a little bit, just to hang out with everybody. If you want to join us. And uh, if you're looking for some new music, head to in the description. I know. Cause I just checked our Spotify playlist, the Audionautic Radio playlist. It's the latest in independent, chill, electronic music. And if you've got something new coming out or something out that you'd like to, that you think fits, just message me, Sun Warper, or Audionautic, and we'll check it out and try to get it in there. Very much so. Um, as we come to the end of this uh, episode of chaos and time differences and ducks. Um, and Zooms. And Zooms. <laughs> we'd love to know... Yeah. Uh, do you like the new format? Do you think it's a nice format? I know that we're missing Eon Lake, and I know that that is very much a chink in, in our collective armor. Um, but this idea of us zooming around, doing different things, some Warper having his kind of like fingers on the dial and moving us around. All the power. <laughs> All the power. We're still getting the hang of everything, too. So as we get used to this more, um, it will be smoother. <laughs> yeah thank you for your patience we really appreciate it and we really appreciate you for tuning in and hanging out with us every week um it's yeah highlight of the week it's beautiful and jbell says it is nice to have some music movement sorry movement. i'm on music from imposter syndrome oh, oh, oh. movement i agree yeah I, I mean that's what i was hoping it's it's nice to just have changes and things because i i mean when i watch these back to edit them it's always just like a stagnant picture 
mm. you know, of just three small faces and like a gray, a gray. Uh, I'm seeing FCC says he can finally see my Halo helmet. Yeah, let me uh, let me zoom in there. That's there from go. the Halo Three, like what Ultimate Ultra Limited Edition or whatever. Yeah, Master Chief's always back there with me. There you go. <laughs> He's always watching over your shoulder, just in case the duck. Gets He's got a my six. Too rowdy. Yeah, exactly. He's got my six at Streamyard Lake on my shoulder. Gets a little mad, right? <laughs> <laughs> It seems like it's going well. We'll keep going with this vibe for now. Um, so we'll be back next week um, with more noise and more shenanigans, more gear, uh, more stuff. Again, if you've got anything that we've missed, do you think there's anything that's noteworthy, let us know in the Discord. We'd love to know and see where it's go- going. Um, it's always fun to see something that we don't know about as well. You know, We can go hunting, but when it's given to us and see, really dive deep on it. Um, yeah, and I just want to add quickly, if you enjoyed the episode or found something of value in it, uh, if you would consider hitting the like button and or sharing either the YouTube or the podcast versions when they go up on Apple and Spotify, it helps with the algorithm a ton. Uh, of course, just hanging out is more than enough. But if you'd like to help us a little bit extra, consider hitting that like button. Yeah, really helps. Um, Jay Bell's apparently going to invite me to a Czech duck dinner. Um I don't know wow. if StreamYard Lake's going to like uh, not, a duck I'm dinner. Sure like I'm not sure he's going to like that at all. Um, yeah. We'll have to see how that pans out. Uh, yeah, I'll have to see. Hopefully there's some tofu there too. Um, <laughs> thank you ever so much for joining us, everyone in the chat. We love it. Thank, glad you've enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week. Yeah, now on the topic of uh, rough transitions, I we don't have an outro set in this yet. So in case there's some latency from when I hit end broadcast, I'm going to just leave it on the screen so sorry about that, but I'm being, uh, I'm being, what's it called? You know, clarity sake, just, yeah, I'm going to remove us both and then hit the end broadcast. Cause so there's we, some latency. If you, if you hit end broadcast, sometimes it ends where it's playing currently rather than where you ended it in real time. So, right. yeah. So I need to make an outro video now is what you're saying. Yeah. Or at least I, I just didn't have time to find where from a, a year or two ago, the transmission terminated is. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. it's all right i can find it i make something new it's always good an outro music would be quite good so yeah yeah um, more trans-pacific right yeah <laughs> or periapsis there we go the b we'll side do... yeah we'll we'll bookend it yeah, we'll yeah. Book it. <laughs> uh much love to everybody see you next week all right thanks for watching <laughs>